0: Hello romantics! Welcome to a pod to be you, the Talk Film Society podcast that's all about falling in love on the big screen. I'm your host, Manish Mathur, and this is a very special episode. I asked my friends over at the Kandan podcast if they'd like to do a crossover episode about the latest Bollywood romance film, Kheraya, which is streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, Currently and uh they agreed so the episode you're about to hear is one i recorded on their podcast and we're cross-posting it on both feeds so it's a lot of fun it's a great episode um the podcast is hosted by awesome bernie amrita and sujoy uh they're great podcasts i really enjoy their um their episodes and this is a good episode so i hope you enjoy as well uh, we have not seen the movie. Please check it out. It's really, really good. Um, the discussion that we have is also pretty, pretty fun and, and interesting. So, without further ado, here is the uh, "It Had to Be You" Kandan podcast crossover on Kenaia. Enjoy. It had to be you. Is that men and women
1: can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way?
2: And find I didn't heckle you. Just woo you. Is supportive. I'm in love with Could you. Could make me be true. Snap out of it. Could the magnificence make me that comes out of your you eyes and your voice and the way you stand feel there feel and the way you walk. You're lit from within, Tracy with
3: It had to be you, wonderful you. It had to be you. Hi and welcome to a new episode of Khandan Podcast. My name is Asim Bernie. I'm joined by my co-host Amrita and Sujoy. Hey Amrita, hi hey, Sujoy.
1: Hi Asim. Hey
2: Asim.
3: And we are also joined by Manish Mathur. Manish, how are you doing? Uh, doing well, great to be here. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. We're, so we're doing something special. We're basically cross-posting this uh, episode. Uh, it's going to be appearing on our feed on the Khandan podcast feed and also on Manish's feed. Manish, you want to uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast?
0: Yeah, I host a podcast called It to Be You, which is on the Talk Film Society Network. And I cover uh, romance films with a guest. I've had Amrita on before talking about... the movie Pillow Talk that's way back in the early days. Uh, the podcast has been kind of an, on a hiatus uh, since I'm going back to school, but I try to cover sort of like the buzzy new romance movies that are hitting theaters or on streaming. So um, when I saw the teaser trailer for good and you had talked about it on your 2022 flash forward episode i thought it might be fun to do a crossover and um talk about it with you all enjoy your podcast a lot and uh yeah so i'm really glad we could do this
3: yeah, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm really excited because I think last time we got you on for Wanted, and that really wasn't your bag. So I'm happy <laughs> yeah. to, to finding something that works for you this time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is much more my bag.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, Amrita, no, sorry. Like let let us go. Let's let's do the same thing now. Like let's do yeah. um, let's yeah, do yeah. a plot summary of Gehraiya first of all. Uh, Manish, you want to take it? What what, what is Gehraiya about?
0: Yeah, Garaya is, it's about Deepika Padafone playing Alicia, who uh, her career is kind of stumbling. She's in a stale relationship with Karan, played by um, Darya Karva, I believe his name is. And she's kind of estranged from her father, played by Nasir Dhan Shah, and her cousin Tia, played by Ananya Pandey. But then she meets uh, Tia's fiancé, Zayn, played by uh, Siddhant uh, Chaturvedi. And uh, they kind of connect and get to know each other and um, kind of bond over their kind of shared troubled childhoods. And they enter into an affair. And I'll kind of leave it there so we can get more into it um, later. But that's the basic gist of it.
3: Yeah, and we're going to keep it spoiler-free because the movie just literally dropped like two days ago. So we want to give people a chance to hear a discussion and if if we recommend it or not. Um, But we'll let you know when we get into spoilers a bit later on. Um, Yeah, Amrita, what did you think of uh, Gehranya?
1: So I knew going into this film that I wasn't going to like the characters because it was very clear from uh, the pre-release you know publicity stuff that it was about infidelity like it was clear from the trailer that you know uh, Deepika's cheating on her cousin's boyfriend or with her cousin's boyfriend um and I knew already like that that I wasn't going to like uh you know the characters and um I know that Deepika has been going around town you know sort of emitting all this word salad about like when you see somebody and uh, you understand the journey that they've taken in life, then maybe you like and appreciate or understand their choices. And I have a fundamentally different position from that because I feel like you undergoing trauma does not mean that you have the right to traumatize other people. Um, like, you know, like that's not how things should be. That is often how things are, but it is not how things should be. So I, I, had like, you know, issues with what she was saying. Uh, but obviously this is a Shakun Batra movie. So I knew that it was going to be at least competently made. Um, I have, uh, I've liked all the other movies that he's made so far. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. And also I like the cast. I haven't seen Dheria Karva in anything else. I don't think. Um, and obviously this is my first Ananya Pandey film, (laughs) but, uh, you know, like Nani's like way better than I thought that she would be. Um, and Deepika of course is a favorite. Um, couldn't wait to see her and she excels in movies and roles of this sort. So I couldn't wait to see her. And I really enjoyed Sidhan's Shaturvedi in Gully Boy. And I was looking forward to seeing him in something else. So, um, I can't say that I enjoyed this film and I don't know if I'll ever rewatch it because this is 100% not the kind of film that is destined to become a comfort watch. Um, I feel like I'd judge you if this was your comfort watch. But uh, I do know that I would, um, I, I, it was an interesting watch and I have a lot of opinions and I have a lot of things to discuss with all of you about it.
3: No, I want to go to I want to go to Manish then. I want to go to Manish first because uh, Manish, you you've been missing Deepika on screen,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, I it's I feel like it's been a really long time since she's been in like a major movie like this. Um, and you know, I agree, she's a favorite of mine. I I'm always looking forward to what she's doing. I think she's a really um, intelligent actor. She chooses, I think, her movies uh, with care, especially in this in the later half of the 2010s when she, like, you know, got, um, you know, I think as she, she got more confident. Um, so I, I really appreciated her, um, and I was so, so happy to see her in a really central lead role like this. Um, and, uh, you know, I, um, I kind of... You know, I I enjoy movies like this. You know, I mean, I I wouldn't call this a comfort movie for me, but I definitely do want to watch it again and kind of, you know, kind of um, mull it over and and kind of think about the, the filmmaking and the themes and the characters. I mean, I... I mean, I liked the characters, and then that then, then I thought that I thought found that they were I thought they were engaging and compelling and and really complicated. Um, would I be friends with any of them? Maybe Tia, and she seems like a nice person. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the, the other the other ones, um, I and Mister Dinsha, you know, I would love for him to be my you know mentor in life. Um, but uh, I think that. Uh, I think this movie did a, a, a really interesting job of showing, you know, kind of the pressures that people are put under, um, and how they make all these really awful decisions, and kind of all these things kind of snowball. Um, and it was interesting to think about this movie as a escalation of what Shagun Batra did in Kapoor and Sons, and even what he did in Ek which is a romantic comedy, very lighthearted, but seeing him go from you know the, his first film to Kapoor and Sons to this one uh, it's interesting to see how he's like really dialing up the pressure and, and the anxiety. I mean even when I first saw Kapoor and Sons I was almost like at sometimes, I had to take a breath because I was so anxious. And this movie, I, like, didn't breathe for two hours. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I enjoy that experience. I don't know if you guys have seen Uncut Gems uh, with Adam yeah. Sandler. It's very similar, yeah. which is just, like, everything just gets piled and piled up until the end, and you're just, like, stressed. Um, and it's, it's not a great feeling, but it's one that I can I can get on board with. Once I knew that that's what this movie was doing, I thought it would be more like Kapoor and Son. It was just, like... Very like, um, you know, uh, intensely emotional, but not like anxiety-inducing movie. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to, I'm happy that I watched it, and I think I w- we will probably watch it again um, in, in in a little while just to, you know, appreciate what it's doing on on a deeper level.
3: So joy, um, I, I think Deepika called this a domestic noir. Um, as a
2: genre <laughs> yeah. of filmmaking. But this made you think of Mahesh Bhatt. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Uh, for those who grew up in India in the 90s like me and Amrita, we used to get fed this daily dose of uh, Maheshpat soap called Swabhiman and it was the (laughs) crazy story about Indian rich people and their smoking problems and their infidelities in their life and you know romantic life problems and all of that. So it sort of brought back those memories of back in the day of those uh, characters within this really polished package that Shakun Batra has presented in this Dharma production movie and like uh, I had expectations of what sort of a movie I was expecting from uh, a Shakun Batra production uh, directorial feature and it delivers on all of those it is a really well made aesthetically pleasing movie obviously um, you know as everybody uh, Amrita and Manish rightfully said it really triggered my anxiety levels in this movie Uh, um, it it, it sort of takes you in and bre- welcomes you into this world with pleasing music. And then it just sucks you in into the sunken place until like you are trying to escape. And both the, uh, the protagonists as well as the supporting characters are just there, almost helpless, trying to flee from that. Uh, if that sounds like a horror feature, I think you might have, you know, uh, approximated the sort of atmosphere this movie is going for. Uh weren't you
3: you know there's a lot of shots of waves in Ghiranya, and I was thinking mm. we shouldn't have watched Jan Baz just before watching Gerania. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, who who's dropping acid here, you know? Um man, this movie is a messy bitch. Like that's <laughs> like, the that, like the first words that came into my mind. Yeah um and like Amrita um, like I, you
2: said. Uh, like you said, what uh, it's a messy bitch. I just wrote, what a mess. Like, you know, uh, this movie starts with the Dharma titles, um, you know, the 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 symbol uh, and then the Kuch Kuch Hota Hai theme music that I really missed. Because the last time we saw that was probably in Suryavanshi and I really missed the Dharma aesthetic. And Dharma is known for movies like this, like the whole rom drama family uh, romance or love and relationships and i missed that and and then this movie started (laughs) the moment i saw uh, you know deepika having flashbacks and (laughs) i was like what a mess (laughs) Mm,
3: yeah and like amrita i I don't really like i don't like messy movies i don't like watching movies about infidelity like it's just not like you know it's just not my thing necessarily. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like ugly people. I like, why are they, you know, why can they just not like, break off a relationship before they start a new one? Like, I just, I'm like, I'm like a very kind of clean meat and potatoes kind of guy. I don't, I don't like that necessarily watching that complexity. And, um, yeah. I mean, we've been like just going through a few things on a personal level. So I was watching this with my wife and she hates watching infidelity movies. um, and she had to basically leave, or it was getting late, and she was she watched an hour in, and she was like, "Tell me tomorrow how it went, and should I watch the rest?" And <laughs> she like did the, a poo the, on you. Yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> so um, <here> it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, specify that you mean <laughs> the Kavi coming up yeah. character, and not like somebody did a poo on me, which <laughs> some people are into. <laughs> Consistent. That's not our lifestyle. I'm not suggesting I'm just, that I was not I'm just saying, you're
2: dead again you're dead again
3: So, um, and like the second half of the movie just takes it to like a whole different like anxiety level. That's what you were kind of talking about, right? But yeah, um, I think I've never. I mean. I, like, when you talk about Deepika, I've always said, like, this: she's, like, this robot, r- automated robotron of perfection. And she has been delving into this kind of, like, more messier sides of things, which I don't know if if I've really, like, it, it's really suited me to watch those. Like, I've not watched, um, what was the last one with the acid... Tamasha? Um,
1: oh, Tamasha, uh, yeah.
3: No, not Tamasha. Uh, no, Tamasha
1: is the one with the brand. Chapak. Chapak. Mm-hmm.
3: Chabak, yeah. I've not watched that that one was I just I didn't want to be in that darkness necessarily. Um so but I was really happy to see her back on screen because it really hit me how beautiful she is like as a as, not as a person only but as a performer and yeah I was just so happy that somebody's capturing her and it's not Sanjali Lavansali. You know
2: mm-hmm.
3: um because like Sanjaleela Bansali makes everything a painting and it makes it so static. And this has like a glow to it, the way she's shot, the way everything is done. It And that was really like refreshing to me, like the way Shakun Bhattra's eyes towards Deepika. And this is Deepika's movie. We It is kind of four actors, but it is really about Deepika and yeah. her journey. And I think uh, that's really like... It, it really elevates the way she's shot, the way she's framed, and it's just a beautiful movie to watch. Um, I'm still not sure if I like the movie though. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. it's it's a complicated movie because these are like complicated people. I think so. It's it's very hard to just say like, oh, full recommend. Go watch this movie. You'll have a great time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I suddenly started sounding like Ananya Pandey, uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting watch for sure. Um it's uh it's and I I think I need to digest the movie a little bit more and I don't think I've had the time to do that yet unfortunately. Um but let's let's break so, down the performances. No
2: no, no go ahead go. Ahead.
3: No I just wanted to kind of get into like specifically the performances a little bit. Um yeah. I mean Deepika is great. I I Avirata, what did you think of Deepika specifically in the in the
2: role?
1: I knew that she was going to knock it out of the park and she did. You know, she mm. is just, she has a vulnerability. And honestly, like um, Sujoy was talking earlier about the way that this movie structure gives him anxiety and Manish was saying the same thing. And it's true, but also it's the way that Deepika conducts herself, especially in the last like half an hour, 45 minutes. Um, you know, she, I I won't go into spoilers here, but she discovers something about herself. And from that moment on, she just sort of amps up the anxiety and you can feel it through the screen, yeah. you know? Um, and it just makes you feel terrible too. And so she had a great role to play in building up the atmosphere, you know? So it wasn't just, uh lights and mirrors i don't think it, i don't think it was just like just camera angles or anything it was her performance um mm. and Siddhant did the same thing you know like uh the way that he becomes sort of like a weasel uh, that was also like super interesting
3: it's such a complex character that he needs to play right uh Sidant? because mm-hmm. he's, yeah he's, he's kind of like he's... this slick yeah yeah but he's he's also like um you know he's slick he's rich but he also has this background of domestic abuse but then he also has this like feral uh, you know like sexuality like the moment he sees her, he's like, you know, I'm going to pounce on her. And it's a lot of like different things. And plus, he's like a master gaslighter. Like, it's amazing to see oh, him yeah. do this. Like, it's like uh, infuriating to watch it as a man, I feel, because... I've been that man. <laughs> like it's just like it's horrible. But like that that guy that says like give me like six more months, give me like four more months. Um, it's 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 weird to see that on screen, and it never goes well. You are not a good guy when you're doing that. But uh, Sidhan does it good. does does it really well. Um, sorry, uh, did I cut somebody off? No, uh, Manish, what did you think of Sidhan's uh, performance?
0: So I've only seen him in Gully Boy. Yeah. Uh, which is a movie I love. And um, in that movie he's like the perfect, like positive masculinity, you know, he's supportive friend, he's not jealous, he's you know, he's just like he's just like the great guy. Um and so in seeing him in this movie, I was like taken aback by like how much I was able to like get swept up in him and then how long it took me to to see him as the weasel. And um, even when he's like gaslighting Tia, I'm like Having to remind myself not to like believe his lies, you know, (laughs) because he's so good at it and he's so compelling. And I was so just, yeah, impressive by impressive performance, I think. Um, One that it's a lot, a lot of different shades. And I think he compliments Deepika Padukone so well because I think she wears so much on her, on her, like on her face. And, you know, as an audience member, you can. You could, you're, you're locked into her interior life just through her performance. But with him, you really have to dig in to find it. And you're always kind of guessing what he's thinking or what he's going to be doing. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, um, I think both of them together are just, you know, really fascinating to watch.
3: Um, yeah, so Joy. Um, yes. I, I want to move Would to you? Ananya Pandey a little bit <laughs>
2: carefully. <laughs> so I'm bringing you in.
3: Uh,
2: I was about to speak about Deepika and uh, Siddhan, but okay.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go if you if you answered,
2: please. No, please I advise. just wanted to add to what Amrita and Manish have already said about their performances. Like um, Deepai, Deepika is like she. We are, at least in my head, I still remember her as uh, Shanti Priya. So she has that Hema Malini image of her, you know, or the Bollywood princess look set. <laughs> in my head, and she's been doing this Sanjay Leela Bansali movie, so uh, you see that same actress in this uh, like, obviously she's still glammed up, but totally in pastel colors, and in like a washed face look, and she is in this messy situation when she thinks she's the unlucky one, she's got so many problems, she's got a, a history of trauma in her life, and she's still processing her grief, she has a strained relationship with, with her father, and all of that and to see somebody that beautiful go through life as if she's in, inadequate and she's not enough is like heartbreaking and Deepika just portrays that so well. I, I thought that was brilliant. And I think the writing comes into play, the way she's portrayed with the camera angles and obviously the performances as well. And with Siddhant, like uh, what I really appreciated was like... Uh, You know, you can see that as the character of Zane, Zane thinks what he's doing is the best thing that he can do for himself. And he's totally right in that way. And he does not uh, care about anybody else. And that sort of uh, truth that he's living until that moment uh, where we will talk spoilers, until that very moment where he has to sort of cross that line. uh, But until then... He, he really believes what he's doing is right. Uh, that sort of like took me a, like, wow, uh, that's a mm. really crazy performance. Uh, and, and I really uh, enjoyed that. Uh, as for Ananya, I was completely surprised. Like, uh, and um Sidant and ananya have, are also in a zoya akhtar movie that sort of got uh, announced a couple of months back and i think it's coming out in 2023 called kho gaye hum kaha with um, adarsh gaurav from white tiger uh, he's also in that movie it's an excel production so uh, they are they sort of look in the same zone but i am guessing like zoya's story would be something else completely but uh, I really wasn't um, expecting Ananya to be as good in this, and I really hope mm-hmm. like this is the Ananya songs <laughs> in a way.
3: <laughs> the Ananya songs. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Amrita, do you think? <clears throat> like, I'm I'm wondering like about Ananya. Is it the performance that's good? Because I do. I do feel she's playing a character like that's a play on her public persona in a way. Like she seems like the image that's been created around Ananya seems to be a very vapid, superficial kind of like, you know, bourgeois kind of person. Um, so uh, the character of Tia seems to be what she's playing there. But, or is it just that the casting is so good that having her opposite Deepika creates, like, a power dynamic where, you know, Deepika is, you know, Deepika, the amazing Deepika. And on the other hand, you have the shorter Tia kind of, like, on the background, but she's the rich one. So I thought that was kind of an interesting dynamic that they had in this movie. What did you think about that?
1: I don't agree that Tia is a frivolous or vapid character at all. I think she is pretty much, you know... um, she is... I hesitate to call her the moral center of the film because um, she doesn't have access to, to, to all the information. But she is a gentle presence. And the actions that she takes in this film come from a place of love and from a place where she wants things to genuinely get better, whether it's what she does for Sid... Or what she does for Deepika's character, or what she does for Darius's character. Um, so I genuinely liked Tia a lot. Like, I thought she, she was just a really sweet presence throughout the, the, the film. I think, like, what a lot of people are mistaking for pretentiousness or for um, vapidity is just a very true to life portrayal of what life is like when you earn a certain, or you have a certain amount of money and you're Indian, you know, like uh, I've seen a lot of people make fun of the burrata cheese scene where she's like, you know, complaining about the, the cheese. Um, but that honestly is like, you know, she doesn't know what's happening in his life and what's happening between him and Deepika So she's just talking about something that's very domestic. You know, she ordered a certain kind of cheese, didn't come through. That's what it is, you know. Um, So I feel like Shakun does a really great job talking about or like portraying true-to-life characters, you know, like... um, people that we might have met in real life. I know that I've seen the Daria character 100% in real life. Mm-hmm. I might have even dated that guy. But I uh, am mm-hmm. I think like a lot of people like to give pretty young women a lot of grief for being pretty young women and for not having anything more to them. But then, you know, that's basically how a lot of people are. Like, they don't necessarily have 700 things to say about the current political situation or anything like that. Maybe they're just living, like, an ordinary life. So I I genuinely, I felt like Tia was, like, a very sweet character.
2: Mm. Like what what Manish said, I would definitely like to be friends with Tia.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's a sweetie.
3: Manish uh, did you have any uh, anything else you want to talk about like uh, about Ghanaya specifically
0: Yeah I mean I just wanted to uh, agree with Amrita um, I it's interesting that uh, Tia is also the name of Alia's character in Kapoor and Sons um, and I don't think that's unintentional um, I'm still trying to figure out you know what the intention is there, but um, often when directors repeat name when writer directors repeat names, you can maybe figure out there's some kind of connection I think they're very similar and that they are privileged but kind of living sad lives um, maybe not even aware of how sad their life truly is um, and processing a lot of um, a lot of grief and tr- understanding their sort of place in, um, in sort of the main story. Um, you know, I remember when you guys did your review of Kapoor and Sons, you mentioned there, that Aliabad is kind of like on the fringes and, you know, she might have been forced in a little um, into the story, which may be, which might be true, but I think that's also, you know, the character of just trying to figure out, like, what is, you know, how does she fit into the Kapoor family? And I think Tia and Garaya is also trying to figure out how she fits into um, her own family and this whole situation, and because she doesn't have access to the information um, of kind of what's happening behind, you know, what's happening, um, you know, when she's not around. Um, I think she's just, I think she's just really trying to understand, trying and failing to understand really what's, you know, what what's happening in in her socials, in her in her life, and her family, and, um, and how much you know she is um, trying to really develop a relationship with the people around her who are lying to her. Um, I mean, her mom says she's too trusting, um, and, uh, you know, you feel bad for her. I mean, you feel for her, and so, um, yeah, I mean, I I definitely just agree with everything you've said, Amrita. So I I just want to point out the connection between this movie and Kapoor and Sons.
3: The the other connection was also that Karan was a writer, is a ra- or trying to be a writer, where that was also the theme in Kapoor and Sons too, right? So, oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: wow. Yeah, two writers. Both the brothers were writers in Kapoor and Sons.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I, I, we... I saw
2: another observation somebody pointed out on on the characters like of Alicia and Zayn. So, so Alicia's. Um, Name starts with an A, and Zen starts with an Z, and they have basically polar opposites mm-hmm. of each other. Uh, but they sort of mm-hmm. meet because of a shared uh, middle ground where they have this childhood trauma story that they they, they 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 connect for, I guess. But they are essentially wrong for each other in a in a way. That's interesting. I like that.
3: The other thing was also just Karan and uh, Alicia's relationship, right? Um, Because I think a lot of people will be talking about, you know, this movie being about infidelity, which it is, right, in a way. Um, But that was, like, a terrible relationship to be in, though. I mean,
0: that relationship was was over way before, you know what I mean? Like, I... You know, I, I think one movie I think it was one Harry Met Sally that says that like infidelity is a symptom of a dying relationship, it's not the cause of one. Mm-hmm. Or some, yeah. some movie like I think it's one Harry Met Sally. And you know, I saw the movie when I was, you know, fifteen years old. So I've carried that in every relationship movie I've ever watched. I think about that. Um when you think of movies like Unfaithful, Of course Sil Kabiel Govyova like figure how like those you know, those that idea plays into those movies. I mean, I think it's very true in this movie and in Kabiel Nagena. Um, less so in so that's a different kind of thing um but yeah i think that there's um yeah i I think that their relationship and how much you know it's so easy for people on the outside to kind of you know not see what uh how Gunn is contributing to their relationship and how also like how much she's also not seeing how much she's contributing to like their failing relationship so I, it's terrible relationship but very fascinating to to think about and, and to watch
2: yeah uh oh. especially that scene where like um, alicia discovers that um, Karen has been giving the draft uh, to be read by tia but not her and mm-hmm. then they sort of burst into this fight and then uh, Deepika's character Alicia just shouts at him show me some res- fucking respect Karan and it was like that's Deepika saying to Karan Johar probably
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um as, and and like Kabi Alvida Nakena sort of reminded me of this tweet by uh, Melanie Easton on Twitter. She said, uh, everyone's saying Kerania is dark, but is it as dark as putting the world's saddest sex scene right in the middle of where's the party tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there's
3: the, the, a lot, a lot of uh, there's a lot of like physical contact in this movie, which uh, which is uh, is
1: this the first Okay, we'll talk about this in the in the spoiler section.
2: Uh, oh, are we talking about the 15-minute end credit where they sort of enlist all the intimacy directors?
1: <laughs> oh no, no, no! But like, yeah, we we should talk about that also <laughs> later. On. Mm.
3: Let let let's get into let's get into spoilers a little bit. Unless we have anything else we want to yeah. talk about, I think we can. No, pretty, little pretty much that's it um so uh, uh amirita what were you what were you gonna say that was spoiler so we're gonna start spoiling the movie right so, yes um, yes yeah what were you gonna say
1: so is this the first hindi movie in which we see a man go down on a woman mm.
2: uh delhi belly has that
1: oh yeah you're right you're right you're right <laughs>
2: What a fact to remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had that like right away. Yeah, you
3: straight away. Like it left an impression no, on... Yeah, there, there, joy.
2: <laughs> no, it, there was a particular film reviewer who wrote that when Delhi Belly came out. Uh, like that was the that first? Was, yeah kind of like and oh, that wow. review sort of stuck in my head uh this is not going to come up in a bollywood quiz anytime soon but yeah there <laughs> you go <laughs> what
0: about in um the other wedding or, was what was there? A scandal in that? maybe or maybe there's something there's some other scandal i remember from that movie of some sex scandal but i forgot what it was
3: no there was um, a dildo
2: really?
0: it wasn't, it wasn't oh yeah yeah
2: Manish, are you yeah. far away from the microphone? Uh, I
0: yeah, I was holding it, but uh, okay. is it better
1: now? Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah much okay.
3: <laughs> so, um, so the last hour of this movie really kind of takes it up a notch, right? And it yeah. pretty much pulls. I was so it has a twist, it has three reveals, and it has an open ending. So every kind of like film bro kind of thing is in here, uh, <laughs> which. Uh, my question for you guys is: Is was it too late for you? Because like a lot of the movie is about this relationship drama, and then only the thirty last minutes, forty minutes, becomes almost like this thriller in a way. And I'm just like what I was thinking about, right? Like no, w- w- um, yeah, I just I just don't know if that that. How was that switch for you guys? What, what Did it work? Was it too late? Did you kind of expect it? I know, Sujo, you you were really on edge with that one, right?
2: Uh, yeah, but like until even then, you know, there, there was this, uh, I think the gaslighting had already happened. So the switcheroo to the dark side for Sidan's character, in had already happened. So it was just a sort of, I did not expect it to take that particular turn where he's totally going to you know uh you know to that extreme limit of you know going ahead and killing her but i i didn't know what sort of darkness this movie is going to go into um but uh, this was one of the perhaps you know, uh, possible ways to resolve that sort of conflict. Uh, I was not expecting that. And, uh, I was already anxious by then, but this was like, Holy shit, they, they really went for this now. Um, mm. yeah. And uh, when you said it was late, uh, by then it was 3 p.m. for me. <laughs> so yes, it was very, very late for me. Um, but yeah, so you, it, it, it doesn't.
3: It was like your sh- it was your shot of adrenaline when just when we were about to fall asleep at three am.
2: <laughs> no, I I was not going to fall asleep with this movie. I was totally in that in that zone. Yeah, but uh, this was like a, 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 a an extra boost of that. Yeah,
3: I like I like though that they foreshadowed it a little bit um, when he's mm-hmm. fantasizing about ki- killing Tia of the boat. You know, so yeah. they kind of built it in there. But I also, yeah. the backstory of Sidhan's character, that he comes from a household where he sees domestic abuse uh, all, a lot of times uh, against his mom, that then that changes into violence against a woman. That seemed like a very kind of, uh, it, it, I understood where that was kind of coming from. Um, yeah. But yeah, how 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 did that kind of like that first murder mystery kind of thing work for you, Amrita?
1: I, you know, like when it happened, it, it, this is like one of the things that was like so interesting to me, because when it happened, I was like, whoa, where is this coming from? Right? It completely like I was not expecting him to do that. I knew that something was going to happen, but I was not expecting that to happen. Um, And then when I thought about it, like in retrospect, it made perfect sense to me, you know, like uh, the mix of his desperation and his, um, you know, his fantasies of violence, the fact that he can't touch Tia because Tia is important to his future, but he can you know, well, um, murder uh, Alicia and get away with it. Like that's something that he could do. Um mm. And also the fact that his, his, his back was against the wall and he probably, you know, like this was like a good solution and he had already had that thought put into his mind by Rajat uh, Kapoor's character who yeah. asked him if she wanted Alicia handled quote-unquote so like it made a lot of sense like that's where his mind went um it also made sense that alicia actually i don't know if it made sense that alicia was able to then pilot the boat back to the uh the um you know the where do you put up boats the here. the pier. yes okay. yes exactly um Issue that she was able to pilot the boat back to the pier and then she just sort of like walked away and then, you know, like that was it. Like that, even though you can see that she's going through, you know, she's an emotional mess afterwards. Um, I don't know if I believe that Alicia is the kind of person who can keep that secret for the rest of her life. Mm. Yeah. Um I think she's too much of a... Um, emotional mess for that to work. Um, mm. You know, like especially... What is,
2: indeed, what is indeed believable is that the R- Rajat Kapoor's Jitesh could totally buy off CSI Mumbai, <laughs> you know. <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> all the evidences are planted and yep, that was a suicide.
1: <laughs> mm.
3: What about you, Manish?
0: Um, so... Shakun but it goes on and on how much he loves Woody Allen, which is very unfortunate. Um, I don't know about I don't know about it in India, but like here, like it's kind of like gauche to be a fan of Woody Allen here in America. Yeah. So maybe it's different, you know, over there. But I don't, I don't think it is. Uh, but it's very unfortunate. However, um, I'm thinking, oh, maybe he just likes you know the Annie Hall, you know, um, you know the you know, the, Hannah and her sisters and all that. You can see the. DNA there, um, but this movie turns out. I don't know if you guys have seen Match Point. Yeah.
3: yeah, I was going to say Match Point. This matches, movie is, is <laughs> like
0: an extended homage to Match Point, and yeah. I, I, I didn't see it until the scene when Deepika is saying, like, in the lobby of the building, like, I want to talk to Tia. I'm going to tell her because that scene is almost line for line a sort of uh, tribute to Match Point, um, and. Uh, and so but you know this movie like twisted of course and has a very different ending um but uh so you know I I like you know I haven't seen Match Point in a number of years. I haven't watched any of his movies in, in a long time. But back when I was a huge fan of his, you know, I loved Match Point. I loved Scarlett Johansson's performance. Um, and so, like, you know, sixteen-year-old me was like, you know, really excited that that's the that this is the turn that the movie was taking because um, I, I didn't I I didn't really see it coming. But upon you know I I couldn't go to sleep right after I saw the movie, but I did. Um, I was thinking about it and. Uh, you know, you can definitely see the the foreshadowing. You know, of course, not only does he have a very violent past um with his uh his abusive father, but you know, when he talks about abandoning his mother, you're kind of like, Well I can see that, you know, like she doesn't want to be saved, but then there's also cruelty to that. Um, you know, because he's—I st- mean, we don't know if his parents are still alive, but you know, he could essentially go and just take her and have her live with him. Um, now that he's a you know billionaire or whatever, um, and he's marrying into this rich family as well, so he has that power to do that. Um, and um, so, in some ways, you you can see how he can his selfishness and his. Um, you know, tunnel vision towards his own um, self-preservation, it becomes clear as you start to see it. And, you know, just like in Matchpoint, this idea of, like, um, kind of being beholden to this woman, you know, because Jonathan Rhys-Meyers in that movie is very much tied into the finances of his wife, and that's how he gets his leg up in the career, through her connections and her family and her money. And there, there's a resentment towards that. So... He can also then transfer that resentment towards someone he sees as disposable, which is Alicia. Um, and and sort of also the way Jatesh becomes very callous as well. Um and uh, also, a turn I wasn't really, I didn't really see that turn either. I mean, Rajat Gabor, I, you kind of trust him. You know, I like him a lot as an actor. Um, but then like, he takes a dark turn too. And it's like, wow. And then you start to realize how alone Alicia is, how she doesn't really have any support. I mean, her dad's there, but, you know, at, at this point, she's not really um, connecting with her dad until way after all this. So it's. Um, You know, as it's taking this dark turn, I think it's done really gradually. But this is probably the reason why I I want to watch it again because um, I I want to be able to see the foreshadowing because I I think it's actually my guess is that it's actually layered in there more than I had anticipated or or that I even noticed. um, Because, and I also want to see how much of his you know love for Alicia was genuine or not. Um, I'm leaning towards it actually wasn't as genuine as maybe he led on to believe, but, uh, or as much as I wanted to believe. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, um, it was like, it was this weird thing where I'm like, I'm so anxious, but I'm also kind of excited that this movie is taking this turn that I wasn't expecting at all. You know, like I said, I thought this was going to be like a Dharma relationship movie where, you know, maybe it has kind of a messy ending, but everyone's kind of fine. You know, um, mm. I was not expecting this. Um, and I love because performance when she's at home after the boat accident um, and how the movie kind of does this really, uh, through the editing, it shows her you know, remembering her mom's suicide and comp- mm-hmm. contemplating suicide herself because she looks at her ceiling fan and that like sent a shiver down my mm. spine. Um, and I mean, we'll get to the ending, uh, cause like my stomach is in knots this morning waking up thinking about this movie all night. Um, and the ending of course is, um, but yeah, so I, I was into it. I mean, I tweeted that this is like a very Manish movie and it became more a Manish movie as it went on. <laughs> um, I don't know what that says about me, so, uh, don't Sometimes judge me, it, but yeah. So,
3: so <laughs> the more, the more yacht murders, the more Manish movies became.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, you know, we'd love crimes on yachts, you know, that's for sure. <laughs> I,
3: I, I, it's interesting you're saying that you thought that, you know, uh, Siddharth's Suda, character didn't love um, Deepika's because that's not a thought that ever came up to me like in my mind. I think he I just thought like he did love her but he just ends up loving himself more than he can love anybody else. So that's, yeah, kind of that's true to kind of revisit it that way. Um, but I, the second reveal that then happens is that, you know, um, is. This movie basically does a judo flip of trauma. (laughs) It's because the whole, like the first three quarters of the movie, you feel that this is about... Deepika feeling trapped in her life right like she can't get away and there's this mirror image of that's what she thinks her mom was feeling that she was trapped in her life or she was like in a in an abusive relationship or an uncaring relationship and that's also the the blame she puts on her dad played by Nasir Shah and then the judo flip happens where the reveal happens that you know Deepika is basically the illegitimate child of, a, of an affair between um, Ananya Pandey's father and uh, Deepika's mother, who is also then the cha-cha, right? Like Nasir Dhanza is the uncle, um, which then like you, you, you realize that, you know, it, she was never feeling trapped. She was feeling guilty. And then the movie becomes about guilt and how to let go of your past. And that was like a very interesting and a very sudden um, switch that the movie does. And I wanted to hear, Amrita, what did you think about? Like, like, for me, I felt it was a bit too sudden, like almost like a U-turn. But like when when you watch the movie and I've kind of settled down emotionally... I understand it, but it's it's that a lot is happening in that last hour, and maybe it was too much. I don't know what you felt about that, Amalita.
1: I thought that made a lot of sense uh, mm. because throughout the film, like you said, you know, there's this feeling of like Deepika not wanting to become her mother, or like feeling as if she she is mother, um, and at the end when she is sitting with Nasiruddin Shah in her room. And she tells him that, I wish you had told me that because my whole life, I didn't want to become that person, but that I've become that person because I didn't know. Um, Hmm. And he doesn't know exactly what she's talking about because uh, she hasn't, like he has his suspicions, but she's not telling him. Um, But it's such a powerful scene because of that. And um, Shakun likes that, you know, Shakun likes the the third act reveal of a family secret, like we've seen that in Kapoor and Sons, for example. Um, So I was kind of expecting something like that to happen, honestly speaking, like it didn't come completely out of nowhere uh, for Mm. me.
3: I do find it interesting, though. Uh, well, no, I, I'm I'm going back, actually. That uh, No, but you, because you were talking about Chakunvatra and the things he does, uh, and that didn't surprise you. I also find it interesting that Chakunvatra, when somebody is trapped as a character, like when he has nowhere to go... Shakun will kill that character. (laughs) Like, he he does that with Rajat Kapoor and, you know, Kapoor and Son, and he does it with, you know, Sidan's character here. And I just thought that was kind of an interesting, again, like, similarity, because we just recently watched Kapoor and Son. I thought Ananya was amazing in that scene where she has to reveal, um, you know, what what happened exactly. I I thought she knocked it out of the park there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, one scene definitely stands out for me, and it's a very brief one where uh, Nasiruddin Shah knocks on the bathroom door as mm. uh, Deepika's character Alicia is contemplating whether she'll down the pills, and then she looks and and she has a razor in one hand, and then she eventually opens up the door. But then Nasiruddin Shah looks inside the bathroom, and she he sees you know blood on the on the sink and I was like, mm. what the fuck dude, you know, to just imagine a daughter, uh, you know, your daughter go through that as a father. It's just unimaginable. Um,
3: cause like, I, cause yeah. I think the, what the mo- movie is playing this trick on us, where we think that Deepika is going down the same, like it, the father thinks that, you know, she's dealing with the same kind of mental anguish that, um, her mother was going through that, you know, ended up in her, in her suicide. Um, Mm -hmm. But she, he's, I don't know. It's just like, he knows the truth, but Deepika at that point doesn't know the truth yet. So it's, 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 it's it's, it's interesting for sure. Um, Yeah. Uh, And then the last bit uh, is that, open ending kind of thing Amrita you, you hate open endings so I <laughs> have to ask first
1: Um, again like uh, it, it, did this change my mind about open endings no uh, but no. <laughs> also I thought that it was clever this movie is very clever like I have like zero complaints about it being clever at all like um, hmm everything that's that happens to the characters and everything that there's, it's not like one of those movies where you're just like, why did this happen? I know why these things happened in the movie. And I, I thought that it was well done, you know? Um, hmm. yeah, but,
3: uh, what about you, Manish? What, what did you think of the final kind of open ending? Uh, yeah. It, I is mean, it, uh, is it even an open ending? What is it called? Like, it's not like,
0: I would say that it's, it's an open ending and that technically you can imagine just, like you know you can have different imaginations of like what happens after the the cut to black but i don't think it's as ambiguous as um i I don't think it's like 100 percent ambiguous because Mm. i think the most logical thing that would happen is that everything kind of gets revealed (laughs) you know and um i'm thinking uh that like this morning i was like you know, I really like Alicia. You know, she makes a lot of mistakes, but I just empathize with her, and I think she's very um, compelling and, and and interesting. And um, you know, I think we could write a lot about we could do um, write a lot about sort of the choices she makes and, and think about them, talk about them. Um, so I'm like, I want. I was like, I don't want her. I like, I want her to have her happy ending because I think she's been through a lot of. Uh, she's been through a lot, um, but. Uh, I, I like the ending I you know, I think it's very abrupt in a really good way. I found it to be um, just like my heart sank at the end um mm. and i just was like i said it was this the the ending didn't reduce the anxiety you know it kind of it, it it led me to a false sense of security and i was like okay yeah maybe they can heal mm-hmm. together and then you remember that these cycles repeat themselves right like history repeats itself and she's so afraid of becoming her mother as Amrita says and i think she actually does become her in 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 ways i don't think she even expected um and you know i also think i would love to see kind of a prequel because I want to know what I think her name was Sonali like what her life was like and kind of what led her to make the decisions she made as well Um, because I, I don't think that you know I think that she might have had the same, you know, mental anguish that Deepika has. Um but yeah, I really like the ending. I thought it was clever, as Amrita says. I agree with that. Um and I also think that it's the kind of ending where the director lets you imagine what happens next. And to me, that's really powerful. Um and it allows you to have multiple endings as well. Um and allows you to really um can just consider like the different variations of how the story can play out rather than just giving us a definite, you know, this is what happens. And then she gets, everything gets revealed and she ends up, you know, alone and sad or, you know, what have you.
3: Hmm. What do you, I, I think, so what do you think, which are the key kind of scenes that you think people will be talking about like in a year? Like I feel already the Nasiruddin Shah, Sequence is the one that people are like Instagramming and like making you know mm-hmm. posts of. What what what, what, what kind of like really stood out for you in the movie?
2: I think the uh, you rightly mentioned one the the uh, Ananya reveal scene where she has to talk about you know the big secret of our family. That that is one of the key scenes. Um, but uh, on a, from a completely aesthetic point of view, I think the the beach scene where. Uh, the meet-cute of, you know, post the meet-cute uh, when uh, Siddhant and uh, Deepika are flirting with each other and Deepika just straight up out of the blue asks him if he's flirting with her and mm. then he blatantly says yes. I thought that was quite, it, it made that dynamic really believable straight away. Um mm. And I, I think that, that that's a really powerful scene. For like, I specifically remember that happening, and I don't think I've seen that happen in a in a Hindi movie as such.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amrita, were there any things that you didn't like about the movies? Anything like things that didn't work for you?
1: Hmm. No, I think this movie really worked for me. Like, it's hmm. uh, it's not. It's not a movie that I like necessarily, yeah. you know. But it's a movie that worked for me. There's a difference between the mm. two.
3: Mm. What about you, Manish? Anything that you d- didn't like that didn't work for you?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, I don't think I I don't think it's a perfect movie. I mean, I'm sure as the you know the conversation continues over the next you know few weeks or so. Um, you know, people point out things that I maybe agree with. Um, I do think that if, maybe it's running a little long. Um, I mean, the credits are, like, an hour long. Um, <laughs> but um, I, was, I was, like, oh, I was, like, I was expecting it to be, like, two hours and 20 minutes of movie and then credits. And then it ended, like, I think it was, like, two hours and 15 minutes. Um, so it's actually not that long. It just I felt long because I think that um, there's a lot of, like, finance talk. Um, but, uh, but I mean, whatever, that's, that's, that's the world of this movie. That's, you know, I think business and, and relationships are always going to be interconnected in Shakun Mbatha's movies there I mean, in, in his three movies, that's all there. So I can't think of anything. I think this movie really, as Emma says has really worked for me. Um, I, I guess I like it more, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I can't think of anything that's like jarring that I have to like point out right now. Mm.
3: Uh, My only minor niggles were, like, there was a lot of SMS reading in this movie. Like, you had to, like, everybody is constantly texting, and you had to read the text. I thought that was a bit annoying. But that's, like, a a pet peeve I have around all movies. I just think there's too much texting in movies and too much reading of texts. And the whole special thing is just, like...
2: Yeah, a special note to Ranbir Kapoor and his sort of you know renaming contacts into contractor and battery low and all of that.
3: Battery low, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: a lot of I, people I, have I, sort of praised the music of the movie. But what did you guys think overall about the music of this movie? Because it's been like all the promos have been pretty much you know these picture perfect uh, '90s music videos almost in a, a new avatar. Mm.
1: it I sounds it. Like, like one mo- it sounds like one song like you know yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> all throughout like when i think about it uh like that's the recall that i get of it but it's very In suited. the
2: sea waves
1: yeah but it's like very suited to the 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 movie that's what i was gonna say like i feel like it's perfect for mm. this movie yeah
3: I, I liked it. I, I immediately downloaded the album. I'd listened to the track a few times in the promos and stuff like that. Um, but uh, like Dube and uh, even just the title track, I thought they were they were quite good. So I, I immediately downloaded the, the album. I haven't listened to it in isolation from the movie yet. I don't know if that will work because I do feel, you know, what Amrita is saying, that it's a perfect accompaniment to to, you know, the movie. So, it'll be interesting to see how it feels detached from it. Um, I mean, it definitely doesn't have any, you know, Bacha song in it and Kar Chul in it. But that probably wouldn't, like, that would be really, really jarring if they suddenly have, like, you know, Nach uh, ne Sare at the wedding sequence or something like that. Oh, man, that wedding, se- the wedding proposal. Oh, that was so painful to watch, too, you know, when Karan pops the question. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. That was like... like that was like,
0: what. Uh, Like, what would ever indicate to him that his girlfriend would like a public proposal? Just, like, after knowing her for, like, one day, you would know that she would not appreciate that. It was very cringe. But I think it was just, like,
3: one of those guy things, like, you know, like, we've been six years together, so now is the time. Like, I'll just do this in a very public way. Uh, But, yeah, it's... uh, My book contract has been (laughs) cancelled. Yeah, I, 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 he was he was terrible. He was terrible, terrible boyfriend. Mm. Uh,
2: let's wrap
3: things up, unless we have any else, any other points that we want to talk about.
2: I, I just wanted to quickly say about the music, really, that I did not like it.
3: <laughs> oh, you didn't I,
2: <laughs> really? I, oh, wow! <laughs> I, I do. I don't like. This is very. Um, that whole genre of slurry vocals, that sort of um, mix mash of Eurovision pop and and like Coldplay in Hindi lyrics, just I I'm just over it and I I just cannot get into it. It's just not me. I, I'm trying to enjoy Dubey, but I, I I just can't. Uh, yeah, I think I've grown too old for it. <laughs>
3: so I mean but how do you mean tired of it like which other like I felt I mean I'm I don't listen maybe to as much music as you do but like what other soundtracks or music has that kind of same
2: like there are a lot of like uh, modern covers by indie artists and uh, you know new pop artists Uh, they cover a lot of um, older classics in this particular vocal style and that sort of has ruined it for me I think but in the West as well, if you, uh, you know, they, they they cover like Radiohead's Creep or some Nirvana song or Guns N' Roses or some really odd choice that they would bring and bring an Enya or, or, or uh, as I said, Coldplay twist to it and, and sort of slow it down. I think there was a Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack where they did uh, Crazy About Love or Crazy yeah. Love by Beyonce, mm-hmm. but they sort of had brought into like a slow groove to it uh, that just doesn't do it for me and it, it's kind of the, that same genre of slurry vocals uh, and yeah that silky raspiness in the voice i yeah it's totally jarring to me
1: i think it's one of those things where like you know like two people do it really well and then like 500 show up and try to do the same thing and <laughs> you're just like yeah. no 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 <laughs>
3: yeah no i i thought it was quite refreshing well again like i don't i don't listen maybe to enough music to see that that this has been done a lot um yeah okay um any final thoughts manish on geranya is
0: um uh i mean i just just yeah i really enjoyed the movie um I was like, before I watched it, I was like, oh, I hope I like this so that I can recommend it to my parents and my family. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'll subject my parents to this. I feel like my dad will turn off after 20 minutes. Um, But yeah, no, I think it's... uh, and it makes me more excited to see what shaka matra does next if this is the escalation that he's doing in in his craft um hopefully he stops the woody allen talk for a bit um it's it's, it's disappointing but you know uh but yeah he's uh I'm, I'm excited to see you know what how his career takes shape after this
3: yeah amrita
1: yeah i agree with manish you know like um I didn't know that he was a Woody Allen fanboy until my timeline told me on Twitter, um, and that is super disappointing. But you know, you have your your artistic um, blind spots, I suppose. You know, whatever it is, and you can't you can't fault a person for liking the things that they like. Like, you know, what are you gonna do? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I enjoy his movies. So I do want to see like more of him.
2: Hmm. Sujai. So I just quickly want to mention the 15 minute credits <laughs> sequence. <Yeah. laughs> and, it, and the long list of people and their managers and their agents and spot boys. So like Deepika has like a long two pager. Then Nasiruddin Shah has, Siddhant has, Ananya has and Dharya also. And then there's the director shakun batra who has only his driver in his team <laughs> it was <laughs> amazing to see that it was surprising and uh, just to remind you of the times we live in this end credit sequence also has uh, or the end credit titles also has a whole list of people who are included in the COVID testing team which was something mm. yeah
3: I, think, I wanted to ask you as a final question. What do you think this would have done if it released in theaters? It wouldn't theater. have worked.
1: I feel like it would have worked because a lot of people would have gone to see uh, Deepika make out with Sid. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Okay. I, I think like when the is, week one rush would have been good, but I don't think the word of mouth would carry this movie forward.
3: Hmm. hmm you think I, I, I it's it's interesting yeah I, I think the word of mouth is probably the strongest part of it that it I don't know yeah because because you do feel it's like this like a sexy kind of like infidelity movie but the last hour really ramps it up but then I wonder you know with Desi audiences they tend to spoil everything so I don't know if how how it would travel yeah. or not because it's not like you know like a Karina is a ghost kind of twist or something. Um, but it is, uh, it's very kind of e- emotionally hard hitting. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I do think I'm glad that they released it on prime though. I'm, I'm really happy because we all got to watch yeah. it and at our own pace. And, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know if I would have necessarily gone to the cinema to watch it and, maybe even then missed out, you know, because you have a cinematic uh, theatrical release and then it comes out on streaming a couple of months later and then you've forgotten about it. But this way you just watch it immediately because everybody's talking about it and it's available for you. So I'm, I'm glad they released it on Prime. Good move from uh, from Dharma. Hmm. Although it would be good if Dharma and all these studios just pick one streaming service at least. Like once it's Netflix, then it's here, then it's there. Like what are they doing, you know? Just getting money wherever, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's wrap it up Manish man was awesome having you on Um, where can people find you online
0: yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Vertigate314. Um, also my podcast at to 2 you, which you can find on Twitter and um, also on many stream platforms. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks thanks so much for having me. It was so much fun talking to you all and discussing this really intense movie. <laughs> <laughs> an
3: intense conversation for an Yeah, movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't wait to have you back on. Uh, we, we 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 have a few. I think we're slowly returning to the Khandan uh, normal setup, and I think we have a few movies that we've kind of like marked
0: you for that we want to get you back on. So that's okay, a- great. Hopefully with Shahrukh Khan. Yeah. <laughs> Shah Khan, everybody wants Shahrukh Khan. I know. Khan. <laughs> uh, but Sujai, yeah, no, I would love to come back. Thanks. Yeah. Joy, where can people find you online?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at 93K. Amrita?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amrita IQ.
3: And I'm at Asin Bernie. This was Khandan. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, join us on Patreon for other cool stuff. Um, sign up there or subscribe on Apple TV. Leave us a review there. And uh, we'll be back next next episode. Oh, we can announce yes. it. Apple way, TV. Right? We'll, we'll be doing it. <laughs> Sorry, did I say Apple TV? <laughs> Man, is my brain that fucked up? <laughs> uh, Apple Podcast, yeah, Apple. Podcasts. So f- subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or leave us a review. And next week's episode will be an evening in Paris, where we'll continue our the other Khan series with Shamina Kapoor. So we're looking forward to recording that.